and welcome to today's show, The Breakthrough Podcast. I am your host, Reba Bell. Hey guys, we're back. Thank you for taking the time out to I get the email subscription. So you guys should have got the email um, that said that we was on break last week. So I hope you guys had a great Fourth of July weekend, holiday weekend, and I did too. I personally did. Um, I spent some time with family and friends, so I personally enjoyed myself. So I hope you guys did too. But thank you for chiming in today and listening to today's podcast. We're just going to get right started. Um, today's podcast is pretty much continuing on the word of the year list, elevation, but we're continuing on talking about trauma, generational curses, and generational blessings, and how to heal from um, certain things. But today's podcast, we're technically talking about trauma bonding with relationships and friendships. Now, if you don't know what trauma bonding is, I'll just give you a quick definition of what I looked up and what I found, and then I'll give you my responses. Of course, you know this podcast it's always my personal stories in my platform on what I've been through to help other people have a breakthrough in their current lives. So when we talk about tra- trauma bonding, we refer it to a strong emotional bond that always develops between a survivor of prolonged abuse and the perpetrator of the abuse. So what that means is whatever connected you guys to have a friendship or relationship. And I want to talk about Personally, we're talking about relationships and friendships because a lot of people don't think they have trauma bonds. That's what they call it. With people they have friendship with, but it's very true. The same trauma that you may have endured in a relationship, you can endure that in a friendship. Vice versa. It could be heterosexual. It could be same sex. It doesn't matter. Um... And when we talk about trauma bonding in that reference, I want you to, guys to understand and know that it's always ways, there are always more ways than one to heal and to let yourself be a new person and start over with whatever relationship you have. Of course, you guys know that I am um, just not talking about domestic violence. Um, we were rebranding. I have to keep repeating that because a lot of people, I am known to be a breakthrough coach for domestic violence survivors, mostly women. Um, but I'm also expanding my horizons because I feel like I'm using the knowledge that God has given me and the experience that I actually have. I am also transitioning. That's why we were branding into the healing process. So pretty much what I coach you on and what I coach my clients on is healing in itself from uh, trauma, past trauma, history, domestic violence. So it's a whole spectrum of what I do. So again, we're rebranding is just not about domestic violence because I know a lot of people know my personal story and a lot of people listen because They know I talk about how to heal and get over a domestic violence relationship. And most of the time it's relationships. But if you actually read my first book, 
my first we'll talk about the domestic violence at the DV that I had with my mom. So I talk about it in a whole spectrum because we just can't just put it on one broad thing, one narrow thing, I'll say. And it's broader than just being in a relationship. When I want you guys to hear from me and I want you guys to heal because these are things that I personally been through in relationships and I'm talking about friendships that I didn't realize until at the many areas of therapy, many areas of counseling and helping other people that's been in my life, spiritual advisors, whatever you want to call it. Um, you guys know I have a, a spiritual father, so, um, whatever you want to call it, I use my platform and this platform personally to help those who have been through what I've been through and to help them know that you can't heal and you can't be a survivor and you can't be an overcomer. So when I talk about trauma bonding, we talk about. I want to bring up first my personal experience. I had a, it has to be like 21, 22 year friendship with a best friend of mine. And we was best friends since high school. We did everything together. It's like if she went left, I went left. She went right, I went right. Vice versa. We have slept on each other's couches. When we both was like in between living situations we have had phones together. We got cars together. Um, anything you can imagine in name. We did it. It was like at one point in time, we used to call each other our husband. Who was husband and wife. Whoever was the husband or the wife, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and it was a great relationship for me. It was, um, I can't say it wasn't a, 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 a give and take relationship. But what I realized um, we're not friends anymore. We kind of broke up our friendship, uh, during a pandemic and pretty much she ghosted me, but that's fine. We're, that's totally fine now. But I realized just from that relationship, it was a trauma bond relationship that I had and it didn't turn. And I want you guys to understand certain relationships may not turn into trauma bonding until you realize what y'all have in common. Trauma bonding is anything that you have negatively because that's what trauma is. Relate and y'all relatable to each other. Uh, me and her trauma bonding at the time was our history, how we grew up. As you, you guys know, I talk about generational all this month. Well, all last month I talked about and I'm continuing to talk about generational blessings and generational curses and basically we both had generational things that was done to us in our childhood that we experienced and that was that's what connected us and what i'm saying is that's not necessarily a bad thing but it could become a toxic thing if that's the only thing you guys are staying connected to because people grow up People grow, they they their relationships change, and they flourish. And if one or the other person doesn't want that or don't see that for their lives, a lot of that can um, 
make the relationship change. So back to my story, my personal story was me and her had a trauma bond relationship that I didn't realize until later. Um, my connection was our history, but then what it led up to, it led up to things we've both been through with abuse, um, abusive relationships that we had. And then it ended up being the relationships that we had as with our husbands. And at the time, um, me and her both was connected and we, I, I ended up moving. She's actually the reason why, if people don't know, I live in Wisconsin. She's the reason why I actually moved here because she lives 15 minutes away. Everything that I was going through in my past life, she had ended up moving and she just started her life over and everything else. And it was, it, it, it was great. But I felt like I needed my best friend. I need to be closer to her because she was like the piece of the puzzle that I felt like I was missing. Now, at this time, she I was dating um, my husband that is now what I was dating. Um, and basically, it was like everything was about her. Whatever she said, I just do because I just knew that she always, one way or the other, had my back. It did not matter. Um, what the relationship was with what it was. It was just like, she said something and it's a go. I said something, it's a go. So we made plans together and we always did things, everything together, whether we was married, had kids, both of us had kids and everything else. Well, the relationship kind of soured and I could say that it soured before I moved here years ago. The first time we fell off, uh, fell out, was technically, um, I went through abuse with my son's father. And once I went through that abuse with my son's father, I ended up telling my friend I was going to go back. I was considering, I didn't go back, but I was considering going back to my son's father and being in a relationship with him. Well, she didn't like that. Make a long story short, she thought that I was going to go back or whatever because at the time, you know, we're young, we're dumb. I think I was, I had my son at 24 or 25. So, of course, I'm, and you know, it it is what it is. I know what I know now. Um, And she cut me off. She basically cut me off and she basically said, you're stupid and, you know, and it was like, it was just me having a conversation with my friend. It was a thought, okay? Now, that didn't stem from just that. It stemmed from, I watched her uh, go through an abusive relationship or whatever with a boyfriend. And it was just like, okay, how could you be the pot calling the kettle black? But okay. Um, uh, and so, that relationship ended up ending... Years later, okay, we got back together. I ended up finding her, uh, finding out uh, through her husband, you know, uh, because me and her husband actually was friends at first in high school, and then it became me and her being friends. That was just a funny story. But, and, you know, disclaimer, she's a beautiful person. She's just a beautiful person. But my point of saying all this or whatever, and to finish the story, I'm going to finish the story, Sometimes people don't want to see you in a different light of what they already know you as. So that's why. But years later, we reconnected. Relationship was great. 
I end up coming, moving here because of uh, what she told me and my husband that it would be a better area, very better thing for us. And it was. I I, I would never, I, I'm not moving from Wisconsin unless God tell me to, but I don't plan on staying here all my life. But at the same time, yes, it was a better move. Um, So I moved here. And probably like shortly after a couple of months, I started realizing that we wasn't spending time together as much as we used to. I used to always come here. And if anybody know where we lived, it was like an hour and a half drive. So I used to always come here and visit her. And we just lay in the bed. We eat cookies and ice cream all the time. And we just laugh and giggle. That's all we did was all day we laughed and giggled. But when I moved here... Things changed and things slow start slowly changing with our relationship. It was like um, things in between was like really slow. My goddaughters, because she has two daughters, that was my goddaughters. Um, uh, that everything just start changing and slowly, I'll pick up my goddaughters and our relationship just kind of fell off when I moved here. But what actually made it fall off? Uh, to me, in my opinion, because I never really knew the whole why she ghosted me, but I understood after. Uh, we had one connection that we did every time we had a problem. We called each other and we talked bad about our husbands. All we did was vent bad about our husbands. How much they wasn't doing this. How much they wasn't helping doing that and because if you meet me and her we were just strong and I would say independent women but we were even though we were married um that always had our family down that that you know stuck to our family but at the same time it wasn't technically their fault that we married them and that's hindsight looking back that was our fault because certain things I say to my clients and I say from me learning, you re you notice the red flags, what they call red flags in the beginning, but we sweep them under the rug when we're dating. So, if for whatever reason, because of love, because of lust, because of a distraction with sex, and you, you enter in sex with it, and a lot of other things. So, we had that trauma bond about our husbands. And so, that's what kept, kept connecting with us. Of complaining and calling each other and venting about our husbands. Now, it's a difference. I want to say it is very so much of a difference if you're venting and you getting your girlfriends or friends information of how can I deal with this in a better way because that's what friends are for. Things that you shouldn't say to your husband, you could say vice versa. A male can say that they, 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 they. Uh, wife, they should say that they male just event, but it should be a relationship that nourishes where you're becoming better people in the relationships that you are in. And if you're gonna get off the phone or you're having date nights or whatever you're gonna do, it should be like okay, everybody is not always right and everybody's not always wrong, but it should be somewhere of the relationship should be helping you grow. Well, our relationship, like I said, was more like us venting and then we just talk about them so bad. Then we get off the phone. There was nothing personal that said that we both either was trying to change or help our husbands change. 
where it changed for us is when um, I called her one day and I was bragging about something my husband did for me because he paid down off my all my debt, off my credit card. And so, and so I was just bragging about all the great things he had did by having this idea of paying off my debt. And make a long story short, she was more like, oh, that's great, but such and such did this and such and such did that. It wasn't about my husband. And then that started making me realize like, okay, well, we shouldn't be just talking about the negative that they do because I'm telling you, anybody that you get with, it doesn't matter. They got negative, but at the same time, you got with them for a positive. You didn't get with them because of the negatives. You didn't get with them because of what they was and wasn't doing. You was, when you, you know, when you go through that honeymoon stage and y'all in those first three months of what I call it, uh, everything that they do, you it's nothing negative that you do not see. It's like you've seen the red flags, but you ignoring them. I just put it like that. Um, so those are the same men that we decided to marry. These are husbands I'm talking about, not boyfriends. But we made the choice to marry them, but now we want to complain about their uh, mistakes or whatever you want to call it. And not, one, changed us, but two, changed the thought process of what we was doing. And I say we because I take full responsibility for that relationship, for what I've done, my part, and everything, and feeding into that and everything. But like I said, once I realized that's what I need to start changing, slowly our relationship and our conversations when she did call i start bringing up nice stuff he did nice stuff he did and nice stuff he did because i start practicing like okay stop complaining when you know it's not just negative stuff he's doing the positive stuff he's doing too you can't just give the negative and i tell everybody this i don't call you with a negative story to tell you a negative story but then i don't come back if it's a positive turns around or a testimony that's a uh, i call it turns around you have to give both sides because just leaving with people with negative thoughts you know what they end up doing it creates uh other friends and family to view your mate your spouse in a different way because you're not giving them both sides you're just giving them the one negative side and if that was the case then why did you marry that person but that's another time for another story that's another podcast so that was our trauma bond. Our trauma bond was pretty much us negatively talking about our husbands at that time. Once I wanted to change, I stopped feeling like it, I need to change this. That's when our relationship fell off. One day, like I said, she ghosted me. I end up calling. I end up calling her husband. I would still talk to her husband. Um, and because that's her husband, she's not gonna. He's not gonna. You know, disclose whatever it was, why it was, but. He just basically gave me a blunt, like, she's okay. Because I at first, I thought it was something wrong. Maybe she got COVID, maybe something. Because she's, um, she worked in the, uh, you know, this is around pandemic time. She works in the, um, she's works in the hospitals. She does surgery, and she's a surgical assistant. That's what she does. So, make a long story short, she goes to me. And at that time, I was just like, what happened? What happened? I'm just real, I'm just like... Not understanding what could possibly happen. But when I start slowly changing my life, I start. that's when I start writing my first book. I start getting more into God. God has to make me realize he removes people sometimes. When we don't want to remove them, he removes them. 
for our safety and for our purpose. Because I could tell you, honestly, I really don't think I'll be where I'm at. I don't think I would have two books. I'm working on the third right now. I don't think I would have this podcast right now. I don't think I would have a coaching program right now if I still had that relationship. And not saying that she was bad. Like I said, that relationship was just a trauma bond that I wouldn't be able to focus on something positive. I wouldn't be able to focus on trying to help people from healing from domestic violence. I wouldn't try to focus on how to help people heal from their trauma and their past and their history, you know, if I still had that relationship. I so said, I think, in my opinion, I think God removed her for me to focus on what I need to do. And, and also, over these years, he has brought so many lovely women in my life. Um, I have one best friend that I found. Well, we connected right away when I was here. It was going on three years with four that we've been best friends. But, uh, and it's just like, she's she's great. But we don't have a trauma bond relationship. And that's what I make sure that I don't do. Um, create what I did before. Um, we've been, we talk. She's been there for my valley. She's been there for my mountaintops. But. We also help each other to become better people. Um, so that's what I wanted to leave you with is that I'm going to give you the points and the notes that I have. But I'm going to sum it up that trauma bonds can hinder your future. They can hinder your life. You have to realize what a trauma bond is when you're in a relationship with someone. Why are you connected to that person? Find out and have a definition of what the relationship or the friendship is about. It should have a, just the same way you have a vision and a mission statement for your life, for your business. You should have one for your friendship. You should have one for your marriage. What, why are you guys friends? Why are you in a relationship? Why, what does the give and take process feel like in the relationship and that's what i want you guys to focus on how to get eliminate the trauma bonds and then because you could be in a trauma bond relationship and you can not you don't have to be in a situation like i was where i eliminated the, the relationship where she eliminated the relationship but you could be in a situation like i was where when you noticed it you try to change it and bring it to the other person awareness in time so you both guys could change because if you really love each other, twenty something years, we I knew she would really love me and I loved her. It hurts. Um, it hurt at that time. I'm not really hurt over it now. If I see her today, I would still say hi, but I don't think that relationship would be the same. Um, but I just want you to know that if you are in a trauma bond relationship, eliminate it, get rid of it, or try to redevelop it. Um, the notes that I have for you today is to make a commitment to live in reality. That means what is happening right in front of your face. Talk about it. Reality, not in a, in a, in a, in a fantasy world. Live in real time. Whatever's hurting you, talk about it, express it, live your one decision at a time. And this one was a big one for me only because. If I'm making a decision and we all over the place and I'm making a decision, I can make this decision for this time being, meaning, okay, we will not talk about our husbands negatively. We need to focus on 
the positives. We need to focus on this. That's something I could have incorporated with her instead of me noticing it and not saying anything and just trying to change it. I could have just brought it to her attention. Um, make the decisions that support your self-care. Meaning, if you're in a relationship or a friendship and it's eating away at you and it's like a leech, as they call it, and you're not having the time for yourself and it feels like this, this relationship is draining you, Remove yourself from it. Have your self-care. Because it's only one you. Start feeling your emotions. Meaning acknowledging what's going on. Learn to grieve. I had to grieve that relationship. Um, and again, these are trauma bond exercises that you can do to heal from trauma bonds. If they eliminate it or if they are still part of your life. Learn to grieve. And when you grieve, you're acknowledging it. Understanding what you are losing. I had to understand that I lost a, a dear friend of mine, but we wasn't on the same patterns in the wavelengths anymore. Write a list of boundaries that you need to stick to them. This is a big one. I talk about this one in my book, my first book, because we get in these relationships and we don't set boundaries. We get in friendships and we don't set boundaries. If it's something that you are not allowed, put it out there. I'm at the point in my life where my friends and my family members, because I've been through so much, that when I say something, I mean it. That means that's my boundary. I would not allow this to happen. And if it happens, we're going to have a problem. After I said it, not saying I'm just going to blow up. We're going to address it again, and then we'll make a decision where I need to eliminate that or step back for a while because you're not understanding I have boundaries same way. Your friends should have boundaries for you. I should have friends that have boundaries for me. There should not be limits that you have with your friends where uh, you just could hit and be like, oh, this is because she could just take that or he could just take that. No, you should have limits with everybody. Um, limitations with everybody. So there should be limits. That's what I meant. There should be limits that you hit because at the same time, if you love someone, you should be telling them and showing them at the same time. Love is an action word. And I say this all the time in my relationships. You can't just tell me you love me without showing me that you love me in ways that you know that my boundaries are not being, uh, are being met and we're not overstepping that. Vice versa. I can't give you something that I'm not doing myself. Build your life over. It is okay. This is number nine. To start over with your life. Whatever friendship, like I just told you, got replaced with great friends that I have now. That doesn't mean that that relationship was a waste of 20-something years. That means that I learned from it and it got me to where I need to go and it's over. Like they say, that old saying, people are here for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. You have to figure that out. But it's okay to start to build your life over. You getting a divorce? Okay, that's fine. It's okay to start over. Get another relationship later. Heal, rebuild, and start your life over. You lose a friend? That's okay. Learn from it. Heal, rebuild, and start your life over. If you get another job and you lose that job, it's okay to get fired. <laughs> Healed, rebuild, and start and, and start over. Uh, last point, if you are starting a business, 
Me, I run my own business. And this is hard enough to get in front of a podcast and tell my life story and everything else. You guys just don't know what I do every week, every day to even try to prep my mind to even talk to you guys about what personally I go through or went through to help someone else. But I have to do it. So I've built my life on now helping other people on my platform. Also, the last thing, number 10, is building healthy connection relationships. That is the biggest one. Number 10, start having those boundaries set. Go out there, start getting new friends, start building the healthy relationships, eliminate the ones that's unhealthy, and I promise you, your trauma bonds, you can be healed from them, and they can heal at the same time. You can do both. So that is today's breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Reba. I thank you for listening today. Yes, guys, thank you for the sponsorship. Thank you for listening to the platform and sharing because you are doing great work that I am doing great work. That means that I am helping you guys the more you listen. Um, you know that I am on YouTube, so please share this platform on YouTube. Go like, link, subscribe on YouTube. I'm trying to get my YouTube following up more because that's more where I want to be um with my podcast so I thank you guys for just listening sharing liking supporting me every week people call me telling me how much I help them how the podcast helped them and so I just love you guys um on that note don't forget the word of the year is elevation and we are out of here I see you guys next week on the breakthrough podcast <laughs> Thanks for listening in on today's show. You can find me online at rebabelle.com to order any of my products or my books. Or you can find me at Instagram at breakthroughcoach underscore Thank you again and see you next week.